Hi, it's Pete Norset here and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focused on Football Betting Podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Not too bad, thanks, Pete. But after last night's display by my, uh, well, my Lincoln City, I think I'm over football. <laughs> not good, not good. I hope you did fare better tonight with your Peterborough boys. Who have they got? They've got uh, Blackburn away. So, uh, it, you know, I mean, Blackburn, they're at 1.78 at the moment. That, that's a steal, isn't it? Well, well, let's let well, well. To be honest, with this not being released probably until afterwards, the the, uh, the public will find out. <laughs> but uh, at least you can watch it on the sofa. I had to I had to sit out in the freezing cold last night. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I was quite surprised by that result. Actually, I thought, you know, Lincoln were getting back into the the, the sort of shake up a little bit. But now I I think you know it's a. Well, I don't know what you call it. Obviously, mid-table. Relegation battle. No, mid-table mediocrity. I'd settle for that at this rate. And a decent run in the FA Cup, Peter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, there's some decent clubs in, in the League One now, isn't there? It's, it's incredible, really. Yeah, I was chatting at work today to a, a lad who actually listens to the podcast as well and uh, likes, likes a bit of a punt. And uh, he's a AFC Wimbledon fan and we're talking about business models. And you've got the likes of Sunderland and Ipswich and the big clubs, but Rotherham and Wickham leading the way. You don't have to be a big spender if you get your business model and your, your playing personnel correct at that level. No, I mean, I was looking as well at the uh, championship and... There's only five clubs that haven't played in the Premier League. That's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's strange over the years how things go. I mean, even if you go down to like the levels of National League North, I think there's about 10 teams at that level who, who have played in the Football League. So all the way through the game, there's big disparities in terms of size of, of clubs. So, yeah, but uh, I'll sell for 12th now, Peter. Snap your hand off. All right, let's get on with it then. Let's start with uh, Arsenal Newcastle Saturday lunchtime. Uh, recent head to heads, Arsenal have been completely dominant in the fixture. They've won all the four of the recent matches and indeed winning three of them by two or more goals. At home to bottom half sides, one six drawn, three lost, one four of the six by two or more. Coming off that, a four poor four nil defeats really away at Liverpool. Newcastle away at top half sides, one two drawn, three lost, five. However, all five of the defeats were by two or more goals. Come for three. Old draw at home to Brentford. Top half against bottom half, 490 matches, 199 times the, the home side have won by two or more, 104 they've won by one, 187 uh, uh, draws or, or away wins. Arsenal, they've only lost one of their last nine, Newcastle yet to win. My ratings are suggesting some decent value, Newcastle, but I just can't trust them on this. They seem to be poor against the better sides. Your ratings seem to have a northeast bias, Pete. <laughs> yeah. And if you throw if you throw Burnley in there as well, mate. Um, I mean, who is this Arsenal side? Is it the new Arsenal, a vibrant, young, energetic that we saw earlier in the season, or or the one that capitulated, albeit possibly due to a manager meltdown of their own making at Anfield last week? Now. Yeah, I think Arsenal win this game, Pete. But to give up one and a quarter goals in Eddie Howe's first game is a big ask for me. What I would say is, though, they always tend to win this game at home to nil, don't they? So, yeah, yeah. You know, can you see Newcastle scoring? Don't know. Can you see Arsenal scoring twice against a, a pretty ropey backline? Possibly. So, I think Arsenal win. They'll probably cover, but... Uh, 
But yeah, no bet for me. Palace against Villa next. Uh, Palace have won the, the both the recent head to heads at Sellers Park. At home to bottom half size. Their record's not bad. One five drawn three lost two. Come off a three old draw away at Burnley. Villa away at mid-table sides, 1-4 drawn, 1 lost 5. Come off a, a, a good 2-0 victory at home to Brighton for uh, Steven Gerrard's you know, opening game. Palace now unbeaten in 7. They're on a reasonable run. Mid-table at home to bottom half sides, 398 matches, 208 home wins, 101 draws, 89 away wins. You know, despite those stats, my raters are suggesting some value Villa, and I'm going to go with that as a bet. I, I think I just can't trust Palace at home to win this game. No, um, I, I I tend to look at this and if this game was being played in March, at the back end of the season, where you start thinking about game theory and every team trying to grab every point you can, you'd almost you know, think the draw outright here because, you know, I think both managers will probably see a point as a good result in this game. But are we in a new era at Sellers Park under Patrick Vieira? Now, in terms of the historical meeting, they've kind of gone in the same way that quite a lot of these types of fixtures go. The last four meetings of the sides have all been won by the home team in the fixture. So the, the, the away team struggle to go against the hostile crowd and get the win. But I can't trust Palace yet against a non-bottom feeder team. That's how I'm going to describe Villa giving up a handicap start, especially when we know it's Gerard's second game in charge. So, I kind of want to lean to Palace, but I just can't do it. Right. Uh, Liverpool-Southampton next. The lines move from minus one and three quarters to minus one and a half. Uh, Liverpool got a very good record here. They've won four of the five, with the other one being a draw. A home to mid-table sides. Liverpool have won eight from ten. Four of those by three or more goals. Coming up a 4 0 victory at home to Arsenal. Southampton away at top six. They've lost six of ten. Four by three or more goals. Come up a, a poor two-one defeat away at Norwich. Southampton lost just one of their last five, though. That defeat against Norwich was only their first in five. Top six against mid-table sides. Two hundred twenty-seven games. 111 times the home side have covered the handicap, 116 times the away side have covered the handicap. There was some reasonable value back in Southampton, plus one and three quarters, but I don't see it one and a half. It's a no bet there for me. I have to say, Pete, even with the line move, I'm still leaning towards Southampton here. We, we talk about how they've had a bit of a dodgy start to the season, and they have. Lose away at Norwich, you know, that's not a good point of coming into this game, but even though they've only won three of the 12 league games, they've only conceded 14 times. They're not letting that many goals in. Drew 0-0 away at the Etihad. Drew one all at home to Man United. And we probably judge that result slightly differently in terms of the way they've progressed. Um, lost just 1-0 against Wolves, who are a very good side. Can Liverpool keep this steamroller going in terms of the amount of goals they're scoring? Possibly, but at some point they're going to be detailed. We've already seen Southampton complete the Etihad. I'd have been all over it, like yourself, Pete, at one and three quarters. Plus one and a half, I'm still really keen, but I'm not going to play it. 
Next up, an interesting looking game here. Uh, Norwich against Wolves. Uh, Wolves won the last uh, fixture of the two sides, Matt Carrow Road 2 1. Home to top half sides. Norwich's record reads 1 2, drawn 4, lost 4. Cut off that previously mentioned 2 1 victory at home to Southampton. Wolves away at promoted sides 1 5, drawn 2, lost 2. Coming off a, a 1 0 victory at home to West Ham, which we tipped up last week. Norwich won the last two, so they're making some recovery. Wolves won six from nine. Promoted against top half sides, 150 matches, 39 home wins, 35 draws, 76 away wins. Ratings are suggesting some good value. Wolves here. I wouldn't put anybody off back in Wolves minus a quarter of the goal here. Me neither. Does that has that sort of really kicked in with the line move? Because it was half a goal. Yeah, it, it's it's it is minus core one point nine one walls with pinnacle. Yeah, is, is that is that really firmed up your selection? The, the, the fact that it's a move, or is it literally based on the stats that you think? That it, it, no, it, it, the, it, it's based on the, on the on the stats. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is in terms of when they last uh, sort of met, or you know, when Norwich were last in the league, I believe they won both games between the sides. And if you look at the trajectories of each club since then, we've had Nuno leave and we've seen a real uptick in Wolves' performances. And Norwich, yes, they've had a, a brief bounce under Dean Smith. And yes, it may think, but, you know, the start of the season is what the start of the season has been. You know, and I actually said, you know, I wrote these notes, Pete, when it was minus half a goal, and I said we catch with Norwich last weekend. But my trouble siding with them is that I actually think in this game a draw is the best possible result for Norwich. I'm not convinced they can beat Wolves this weekend, and so now it's moved to minus a quarter. That risk reward is all with Wolves. It's another game where I'm really close to pulling the trigger, but the goal line's two and a quarter with the way Norwich are playing. I'm not going to put anybody having a little bit on the over on there, but I'm probably just going to stay away from that one. Brighton leads next. Um, Brighton won this fixture uh, last season. At home to bottom half size, Brighton's record reads 1-2, drawn 6, lost 2, come for 2-0 uh, defeat away at Villa. Leads away at mid-table size. It's a poor record, really. 1-1, one, one, drawn 0, lost 7, come for 2-1 defeat at, uh, away at Spurs. Brighton not now one in seven Premier League matches. When we look at uh, bottom, uh, sorry, mid-table against bottom half, 398 matches, 208 times the home side have covered the minus half a goal handicap, 190 the away side have covered the plus half a goal handicap. I've got to go with Leeds here, plus half a goal. Got to. Yeah. Um, people will notice that I always talk about the line open and what it is now. So just to put that into perspective, every sort of Saturday morning or Friday evening, if a game's been played on the Friday night, the week before, I will go through and put all the early lines out. I'll type them all out, and then I'll reference them just before the pub starts. I'll go back and get them. So before last weekend's game, Brighton were minus quarter of a goal favourites for this game. The events of last week happened. Brighton lost away at Villa and Leeds took the lead at Spurs and lost 2-1. And there's been a line move for a quarter of a goal. And I genuinely, Pete, can't understand. I don't know if you have any clue as to why that's happened. No, no. There's, there's no rhyme or reason. No. The, the games kind of went on as expected. 
yet there's been a more of a perception shift in Brighton's favour, and I don't really know why. And I would say, Pete, Leeds 11, 2 and 12 overall away from home since they come back into the league. You know, they've actually offering nearly 3 to 1, really good value outright. But if you throw into the fact that Brighton have drawn 18 of their 44 home games under Graham Potter at home, I think Leeds plus half a goal is a pretty solid bet. And I, I may be joining you. I'm not committing just yet, Pete, but, you know, there's no way that Brighton. Brentford, Everton next. Uh, Brentford, uh, recent home for it. it. It's falling apart a little bit. Uh, one one drawn, one lost four. Come off a three old draw away at Newcastle. Everton away at promoted sides, good record. One seven drawn, one lost two. Come for three nil defeat away at City. Brentford one point from their last five. Everton again one point from their last five. So both sides are in similar form. Promoted against mid table sides, hundred twenty three matches, forty two uh, home wins, thirty draws, fifty one away wins. Again, rating suggesting value Everton. I wouldn't stop anybody from backing Everton plus a quarter. Good, because you're not going to, Peter. I am all over Everton here. Uh, and this is almost sort of a, a manager bet, almost. This is Rafa Benitez's bread and butter. These are the sorts of games where he's, I would say, got a, a technical ability advantage over his opponent. And he will scheme and plan a way to, to find a way not to get beaten this game. And again, receiving plus a quarter of a goal, that's all you have to do to make money on this game is not get beat. And Everton, underdogs, away to newly promoted teams. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think he said seven, was it seven, two and one, I think, or something? It was, it's eight, four and three over recent seasons. They're very good in this spot, Pete. They're good away from home. They're a decent side in general. I was, I was with an Everton fan last weekend, actually. Uh, who attended a game with me watching Lincoln. And he was saying that just how well Benitez is getting these players that people discard, they don't really think much of. He looks after them, he gives them a home, he gives them proper roles and responsibilities, doesn't ask them to do anything that they can't do. And within a framework of a system that he has organised, yeah, they'll avoid defeat this weekend. Everton plus a quarter, mate. Next up, Burnley against Spurs. Uh, recent head-to-heads, Burnley have won one. There's been one draw. Spurs have won three. At home, to top half sides. Burnley's record reads one, four, one drawn four, lost five, come off a three-old draw at home to Palace. Spurs away at bottom six sides, one seven drawn two, lost one. So it's a good record. Come off a two-one victory uh, at home to Leeds. Burnley, though, unbeaten in four. Bottom six against top half sides, 309 matches, 151 times the home side have covered the handicap, 158 times the away side. My rating suggesting value Burnley, and I'm going to go with it. I, I, it, I'm going to go with it. The, the value is just about right for me. Well, I'm going to go against you, Pete, but I'm actually going to go against you with a correct scoreline, which is crazy, really, yeah. for me. Um, I had it in my mind when I started doing these stats that Spurs always seem to win this game one nil, but that's not actually correct. They've won three of the last five trips to Turf Moor, as you said. But only one of them has come via a 1-0 scoreline. They, they have, in fact, kept three clean sheets. So all of those um, wins have come to nil. This is the Conte revolution. I think we will see a compact, hard-to-break-down Spurs side. And I don't think Burnley will 
overly expose themselves from a defensive perspective. So I think it's going to be a really tight game. Harry Kane's clearly not firing on all cylinders, whether he's down tools. I think that's a part of people say. But I think Spurs will probably just squeak this out, Pete. And it may come down to the fact that it may end nil-nil, Pete, and you may catch your bet. But I just have a feeling Spurs will find a way late on break them down. 15-2 with bet 3 six, 5 I'll take Tottenham to win one. Uh, Leicester Watford next. Uh, Leicester have won all four of the previous meetings. At home to promote its size, Leicester's record reads 1-5, drawn one, lost four. All five of the victories by two or more goals. Could offer 3-0 defeat at home to Chelsea. Watford away at mid-table sides, 1-1, drawn two, lost seven. Two of the seven defeats by two or more goals coming off the 4-1 victory at home to Manchester United. Leicester only won one of their last five home matches now. Mid-table against promoted sides, 129 matches, 49 times uh, the home side have won by two or more goals, 25 have been won by one, 55 have been a draw or the away. Ratings suggesting some value, Leicester, but I, I just wonder, Ranieri returning, it, it it's... Could be an interesting game. This, I'd, if it was minus one goal, I'd, I'd sort of fancy Watford. <laughs> well, last week, Peter, when I did my early calculations and jottings down, they were minus one and a quarter. Yeah. Game. So this this line's moved a full half a goal after last week. Now, you know how, how realistic. <coughs> oh, sorry, I'm in a coughing fit. How realistic is that in terms of? Leicester's performance against Chelsea, was it a surprise that they got P3 now? No, I don't think so. Was it a surprise Watford hammered Man United? Yes, it was, but there's mitigating circumstances. So, with the home team in this fixture going 7-1-0, with Leicester winning all four matches played on this ground, and all to nil, I think Ranieri might have a little bit of a Sort of a not a, a very pleasant welcome, but I think he might not go away with anything. Now, do they deserve to be favoured by more than a full goal? No, not at all, Leicester. But if you're talking about taking them out right at four six, I'll probably just shave the Leicester there, pay even minus three Man City West Ham next. Uh... The handicap is minus one half goals. City have won all five at home to West Ham in recent matches. Uh, at home to top six sides, their record is read as one five, drawn one, lost four. Quite interesting. That lost four of ten City at home to top six. Two of the five uh, victories were by two or more goals. Coming off a 3-0 victory at home to Everton. West Ham away at top six. 1-3, drawn one, lost six. But only one of those six by two or more goals. Coming off a 1-0 defeat away at Wolves. Uh, both sides have won four of the last five. So both sides are in decent form. Top six against top six. 146 matches 42 times the home side are won by two or more goals. 104 times the away side of the club. The handicap just goes to show what Manchester City are like. I see no value in the line. I, I, I can see City winning, but whether they'll cover the line or not is another matter. But that just goes to show, you know, how, how, how good City are. Like a good professional, Peter, I've run my injury off. My voice has recovered and I've not yeah. joked to death, thankfully. Um, <sighs> Surely West Ham deserve more respect. Don't you think? Well, it, I, I, yeah, that I, I, I can, I can see them covering this handicap, West Ham. I mean, as soon as I wrote this line down, Pete, I've, I've literally jotted. I'm not looking any further into this game. The optics of what I've seen over the last year tells me that it's West Ham or pass. 
Now, you'll be able to get, I think, what are they, 9 to 1 at the bookies? I think yeah. you'll probably get 12 to 1 on the exchanges on West Ham. And if you can, I'll probably want 12 to 1. But if this game's played 12 times with the form that West Ham are in, they win at least one of them. Maybe maybe they win, I don't know, 2 of 17, 2 of 18. But I, I'm, I'm tempted to have a bit of West Ham outright here, Pete. They, they have such a collective spirit and they'll be able to withstand the City pressure Yes, City will have a lot of the ball, but we've we've seen City not be able to break teams down early on in games. And then against the Leicester sides, they gradually wear them down. But this West Ham team have a great spirit about them. Yeah, I, I think West Ham could create an upset here, Pete, and I'm I'm definitely not going to start with Man City even to win the game outright. Chelsea, Man United, finally. Uh, recent head-to-heads, Chelsea have won two. There's been two draws, Man United have won one. At home to top half size, Chelsea's record reads 1-4, drawn three, lost three. Uh, three of the four victories were by two or more goals, coming for three nil victory away at Leicester. United away at top six sides, well outstanding, really. They've won seven, drawn three, lost noughts, coming off a 4-1 defeat away at Watford. United only won one of the last seven Premier League matches, so that that's, you know, that's... Tells you all you need to know, really. Top six uh, um, at home to top half size, 269 matches, 94 times the home side have covered the minus one handicap, 53 pushes, 122 times the away side have covered. You know, Manchester United, a good value here, plus one goal. I don't, you know, especially with their their recent sort of, well, with their away form. I mean, obviously there's been turmoil or whatever, but I still think the value is with United there. This is the most ridiculous line I've ever seen, Pete. This is a squad of, I hate to say this and bring the alpha mentality, but there's a squad at Old Trafford of alpha mates. You've got big personalities who are wounded by what's been said. I mean, Fernandez was left out the other night at Villarreal. They got a result there. Over the last 10 meetings of the sides, United have won four and drawn four. Chelsea haven't beaten United in any of the last seven meetings in the team sides. That's important because the the makeup of this current United side has played in many of those games. They've also kept successive clean sheets at Stamford Bridge. I thought this line was a bit silly when it was minus three quarters last weekend. Now, if we look at the events of last weekend, uh, Chelsea had a great win. United got humiliated. But there's mitigating factors there in terms of, you know, United have subsequently got rid of Solskjaer. Bit unfair in, in many ways because it's the players that have got him the sack. But the line's moved a quarter of a goal. It shouldn't have moved a quarter of a goal because we all know that in these circumstances, a team like United will have a lift. I'm all over United here. Pete plus one goal. I think one of the best bets you'll see all season. Interesting week then. I, I think there's. Uh, I, I think. I think we've sort of uncovered some fairly strong selections there's, there's, here. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity this weekend. It's just narrowing it down. Do you go all in and have on one that you really like, or do you probably spread it over four or five? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go. This is this is a difficult one. I'm going to go. Villa plus a quarter at Palace, Leeds plus a half at Brighton and Burnley plus a half at home to Spurs. 
I would not put anybody off back in Man United, plus one at Chelsea, Everton, plus a quarter at Brighton, and Wolves, minus a quarter at Norwich. Well, we're going to cover at least half the card between us then, Pete, because I'm going to take your tentative advice that you're too chicken to put your money on, and I'm going to take Everton plus a quarter of a goal, and I'm definitely taking Man United plus a full goal. And you know what? Stranger things, Pete, it wouldn't surprise me if Man United turn them over. Yeah. You know, would, just, yeah, yeah. How many times have we seen it over the years? You get rid of a manager and then all of a sudden these prima donnas really start turning it on when when it's not expected like this weekend. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean United they're five point eight three yet with Pinnacle at the moment. That's not a bad price. If you can back Manchester United at that price, in any game against any opposition, you know, notwithstanding any time where they're wrecking players or having squad rotation, definitely won't be for this. Yeah, I, I think it's almost, I won't say it's almost a, a blind bet, but, you know, what have they, what have they still only lost three of 27 away from home, is it? Yeah, yeah. They've very quickly forgotten that. That record of Solskjaer's. I know they've capitulated, but that's one of the most, one of the greatest runs in Premier League history away from home. Yes, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Right then, that uh, does it well. We've got uh, a double header next week, haven't we? We've got the midweek games and then the weekend games. So we shall be back with you early next week. Best of luck, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>